Something wrong with society Another media casualty Well, here's a dose of reality It's a pop-down mentality There we go. Welcome to Small Town Mentality Podcast. I am your host, Ben. Randy is here. Hola. Buena bonita. Um, menta de Pueblo Poquito. <laughs> Our guest for today is, uh, you might have heard him on the Intel end of YKWD. You might have heard him on his own podcast, sub podcast, and you might have seen some of his shoe designs. Chris Feeney is here. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Said Feeney, oh, yeah. we were talking about Feeney. <laughs> yeah. Chris Cheney is here. Well, good night, everybody. Yeah, we'll see you next week. <laughs> What's going uh, on, guys? Not that on all things social media. He's the dude. What's going on? You know, <laughs> fucking shit up already. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I was uh, I was telling him earlier about some of the things that happened to me today that I might get into later about TikTok, and we got into a lot of pods. So this might be a little inside baseball. This one but we'll see what happens. We're also trying to get to know Chris himself and uh, some of the cool shoe stuff that he does in his shoe podcast and all that good things. So <laughs> stick around. Hell yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> this is how we open every show. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I don't know what you want to get into first. Um, what have you got hitting, about? man? Get down. Give, give the people a little bit about your show. What, what it's all about. It's called the, the SUP podcast. There you go on the oh, bottom yeah. of the screen. Um, so me and uh, Luke Trevisi, who you, some of you guys might know from, uh, he was an old intern on Legion of Skanks, and our I, other co-host, Lawrence DeLoach, uh, comedian. We're all comedians in New York City. The three of us kind of are the only ones that care about sneakers as much as we do. So we kind of combine forces there, and we just go over the sneaker news every week. Um it's mostly just because, like, no one else we know really cares about this shit. So we were like, well, we might as well try to, like, not maybe monetize, but build an audience around the shit. Because also, like, no sneaker jokes work unless you have people in the audience that care about sneakers. Mm -hmm. I can't complain about girls stealing my hoodies when no one cares about hoodies. You know what I mean? So it's like, we built a nice little audience. I mean, we have a Discord, too. Um, we kick it in there, and everybody helps each other, like, try to get raffles and shit. And uh, maybe where, like, the new sneaker drops are. So it's fun. It's, it's a good time, man. For, um... For what little uh, people there are that care about sneakers, we got a nice little group, so it's tight. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I'll have to hit up your uh, Discord. I'm pretty into Discord and myself. Yeah, you guys, you guys know your stuff too. I'm sitting there five minutes listening to you guys talking about sneakers, and I'm like, do I do I even have feet? I thought I knew. <laughs> I thought I knew shoes. I don't know. I don't know shit. I thought I knew. Yeah. So uh, the way we break it up is, um, so like I'm from the design side, so I'm like on the other end of stuff and the other guys are more on the consumer end. So like when I, when I, I bring like not inside stuff, but I like know more of like the factory development, the production side, the design side of stuff. And, um, I mean, these guys are just pure hearted, like they love sneakers. So it's always a great back and forth and the nerd shit usually comes from me and they usually know like the best retail, like where the spot, like where the plugs are. So yeah, there's a, there's a lot of, a lot of like, you, you gotta know if you know, you know? We know a mutual sneakerhead, uh, Miles. He runs. Uh, he's a mod in your Discord. Uh, he he gave me a couple of questions to ask you, but dude's super into sneakers. Like when he's on video and stuff, he just his whole back wall is nothing but sneakers, and he he always tells you where to buy them and how to get them and all that stuff. So I'm I'm just not as immersed in that world. But yeah, he uh he asked me to talk to you about sneakers. Obviously, you're a sneaker guy. Yeah, sure. He, he said he interned at a, a couple of big sneaker places. I don't know if you want to talk about anything like that. 
Oh, yeah. I uh, The first place I interned was actually Adidas in their sports licensing division. I was super young. I was only 18. So that's uh, that's where I started. And then um, I also worked at Reebok, and I've worked for Nike, Puma. I basically worked for all the major ones, at least at one point, um, whether it was full-time, freelance, or, like, whatever. Uh, and now I'm currently at this uh, brand A-Life. It's one of the places I consult now because COVID fucked a bunch of shit up, so... I don't really have a job. I just have like a many small jobs, but yeah. a life one, this, this shit right here, this is not actually attached to my, uh, shirt. It's just like a, a hood. So these guys, they're in long Island. I consult with them. I help them develop this shit. And it's just like a small shit from here and there, but yeah, it's all like fashion sneakers, like clothing shit. Oh, nice. Yeah. And, uh, you met, you design sneakers too, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are, well, uh, I'm wondering if I'd ever seen it. But like I said, I'm not really in as into the sneaker world. I'm sure like someone like Miles would have seen some of yours and stuff, but maybe I never did anything too crazy. Like when uh, I was a life was with a life years ago, I did a couple Pumas and I've helped uh, other places do some small shit. But like, I don't think they're like weird specialty shit. Like you got to ha- really be into it to even know about the shit I did. So it's I'm not like crazy out there with my shit, but I mean, I'm just happy that I've gotten a couple. Like uh, we just did a couple Sockneys. Um, that got sent out. Uh, Reebok uh, doing a project with us that's dropping actually next month, which is going to be cool. Timberland's in the works. So, I mean, we got a lot of cool stuff going on, and I'm pretty excited to have all this stuff back in my portfolio. Yeah, I was looking into uh, your show uh, from this last week, and you guys were talking about, uh, what is it, Vuitton or something? Louis Vuitton? Yeah, Louis. Yeah, Louis uh, so, the, the I guess the main figurehead in this space right now is this guy, Virgil Abloh. This, none of this is funny yet, but we'll get there, hopefully. Yeah, we'll uh, <laughs> no and like so he's uh he had his brand off-white he's like kanye's boy and you know everyone knows kanye for his adidas sneakers now he signed like this young black kid actually i don't know how old he is he's probably older than me but he's not a black skater to skate in louis vuitton sneakers which is like insane because louis vuitton sneakers go for minimum like 700 dollars. so this dude's gonna be shredding up like thousand dollar sneakers constantly yeah yeah that's Ready pretty crazy I'm I'm old school skater sneaker game. I've I mean I've been DCs since I was 16. I'm still wearing them. The shoes that he's actually coming out with are based on a DC. Nice. Yeah. So it's 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 a weird thing where like these spaces are starting to overlap because high fashion and skate never really like meshed that well, but high fashion always took from skate. Everything came from skate, honestly. Skate is like yeah. what a lot of the fashion is today. And uh, so the fact that you're given a skater. Uh, Louis Vuitton sneaker to skate in is just like mind boggling. Yeah, me and Randy here are like all strictly '90s skate stuff. We still talk about Tony Hawk all the time. DCs, we never really moved on. <laughs> oh, so you guys must be shredding up the re-release, the remaster of the one and two. Oh yeah, yep, yeah. yeah, halfway through it already. Damn, oh, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> it's a good time though. Soundtrack's dope. I'm just lumbering along as hard as i can because i refuse to use the freaking cheat the uh, cheat codes you didn't use the cheat codes i gave you i just it's a matter of pride hmm. it's like this used to be my shit back in the day i'm feeling like you know i just turned 37 i'm like i'm i'm, I'm not old motherfucker i haven't lost it well i, I use the cheat codes then <clears throat> good man so i used the cheat codes when i was a kid i'm using them now makes it a lot easier yeah, I think what happened is I did use the cheat code when I was a kid, but somewhere along the way I convinced myself that I didn't and that I was just really that good. Yeah. Wait, did you guys like have a run? Did you have like one level where you like it was basically a speed run kind of where you just like you knew exactly what you're gonna do the whole time and if you fuck up once you have to start over? Yeah, that it's not the same way in the remastered now. 
Oh, really? What's different? Uh, it just resets you. It's not one run. Once you hit the bottom, it sends you back to the top. Oh. They changed a couple of things yeah. like that. And then um, there's like no more secret rooms or anything like that anymore. Damn. So they did change quite a few things. And there's still tapes and shit, right? What's that? There's still tapes and shit? Yeah, there's still tapes. There's just no secret rooms or anything. Hell yeah, dude. (laughs) Huh. Checkerboard vans. My go-to is lace-up. Okay, yeah, okay. This guy's talking about uh, 90s sneakers as well. (laughs) I never got into vans. I don't know why. I couldn't afford them. Yeah, couldn't afford couldn't afford airwalks. Couldn't afford any of the good shoes, man. Just got whatever we could afford at Walmart, man. Grew up broke. I knew I knew a lot of people in Vans. I was never into Vans. How did you feel about Vans? Vans are cool. I mean, like they're one of those staple brands that, like, it, like the half cab is probably one of the greatest skate shoes of all time. I mean, like that's up there with like the rest of them. Um, as a brand, though, they're like sort of similar to like how you look at Timberland, where you know like what exactly what they make. And they're reliable for that thing that they make. So, like, the six-inch wheat boot, like, I mean, that's going to stay forever. That would be insane with the checkered bands, like, that low-top half cab. That's that's all it is, man. Like, that's the perfect shit for what you need it to be. And they'll stay forever because of it. I'm worried that they're going to discontinue my shoe. <laughs> like I told you, it's the same shoe for since I was 16. I don't want to take them off in front of Randy. It's weird. But, yeah, you know these shoes. Mm. Oh, yeah. Cool. DC skate shoes. That's all I've ever worn. I'd take my shoes off, but it would probably set off the fire alarm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to take doesn't, my shoe off right for the random. Doesn't matter place. anyway. I got like the freaking memory foam sketchers on. Man, that's all. Do you guys ever take your shoes? The only shoes? thing I can wear that doesn't make my feet hurt at the end of the day. You guys ever take your shoes off on your sneaker pod? <laughs> uh, we, we used to. Um, like tell the people what we were wearing but then like we realized we kind of all wear the same like similar shit like i'm always in some levi's in an a life t and like whatever reeboks because i used to work at reeboks so i have so many i have like over 100 pairs of just pumps alone where do you keep all your shoes um so (laughs) right out basically we have this like little nook in my apartment where when i first moved in i used to live with three girls and it was where like people would brag about it crash but then after like I like got them all to move out, I like got rid of the cot. I just put all my sneakers there. They used to be all in my room, but I was like, "Fuck this! I need the space." So I just put them up there. Oh, nice. Yeah. So you do you buy and sell? That's a, that's a whole other thing is buying and selling sneakers. Yeah, the resale game is kind of crazy right now. I don't I don't really resell. Um, I I'll I'll admit I help people resell because some people work at brands that um they're not allowed to sell the sneakers that they get early or whatever. So I'll. Yeah. I have a StockX account that like some people use, but I don't resell. I buy to wear. I beat my shit in the ground. Yeah, same. You know what though? Randy brought up um, Skechers, uh, and I, you know, I realized I found I found this old reference the other day. Do you guys remember the Christina Aguilera Skechers ads? Oh no! I completely missed that. She did. A, I yeah. mean, super young. I mean, but uh, I mean, super young. Who knows how old we were? But yo, they're like, they're fucking hot. She's like skimpy. Oh, nice. And you don't think it's sketches like that. Yeah, I remember the genie in the bottle phase. So I'm assuming it was around the same time because she was uh, pretty skimpy in, in that stuff. Yeah, there's one where she's like a she's like a nurse and the patient. There's like always there's two of her in every ad. So there's like the 
she's getting arrested in one or she's the cop and the uh person getting arrested and she's like the nurse shit was crazy i saw this shit and i was like holy fuck yo we gotta retro this shit let's bring this back where's christina now because she's thick yeah uh, last place we saw her was the super bowl last year i think yeah but yeah she was she wasn't looking bad no man now she got a butt yeah neither neither one of them were really looking too bad <laughs> what are they in their 50s now I think so. Are you talking about uh, Shakira? Shakira, yeah. Oh, yeah. Christina wasn't. She yeah, wanted. I was, to I was be. about to say, where the hell was Christina Aguilera in the Super Bowl? Oh, I, think I threw him off because I said there was two. They like double imposed. Like they took one picture and then put it in with the other, so it looks like there's two of them. Yeah. Well, I think I was thinking of the Super Bowl because I'm pretty sure she was tweeting at the Super Bowl asking why she couldn't yeah. be a part of it. Maybe yeah. that's what happened. Because it was Shakira and J Lo, right? Yeah. God, this is. Been like a decade this year. I know, man. like this entire podcast is gonna be nothing but the, '90s references. I bet. And then the one guy, then the one guy is actually suing the NFL because it was too sexy. From last year, the Super Bowl, this past Super Bowl, yeah, suing it, suing the NFL because the Super Bowl was too sexy. The halftime show was too sexy, and it. Put, Who the fuck does that? He literally said, "Watching the Super Bowl halftime show put his soul in mortal danger," and so he's suing for millions of dollars because apparently money is the only thing that fixes that. Mm-hmm. Huh. Heaven's got a cover charge, and now he's got to pay it. He was going to get in as VIP, but they done fucked it up for him. So, so he got a boner, <laughs> and instead of taking care of it, he sues the dude. You got to take care of that stuff. Once you come, uh-huh. like everything just falls out. Like all the things that you were stressed about, just gone. Clarity. That's why you should always jerk off before you text a girl or whatever, or make any big decision. Really. Yeah. Which is messed up because, you know, you, it, it got me thrown out of a job interview on more than a few occasions. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. You know, right before you eat, during the eating, right after you eat. Yeah. That depends right. on how good the meal is. Now. <laughs> What's Okay, let me ask you this then. What is the jerk-off meal? The, the meal that's so good you'd have to jerk off? Or yes. the meal that you'd jerk off while looking at it on Food Network? Because you said it depends on I've the I've developed a weird Rachel Ray fetish now at this point. I mean, don't, okay. don't, be too, don't judge me too harshly. I'm a fat man. Uh, <laughs> we're going to edit that out. <laughs> I, I'm watching... Uh, uh, fuck. I can't think of the... Um, crashing. Pete Holmes. And he did the opener for Rachel Ray on that. I hate that, that show. You don't like that show? No, because it glorified barking. You guys know what barking mm-hmm. is, right? True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I so no, I, I have no idea. I don't think I've ever seen the show, and I don't know what barking is. I'll explain it's, it. To you. He'll explain it to you. Um. So basically, and this was what it came out like three years ago, right? Yeah. So yeah. So back three years ago, like in order to get people to come to my comedy shows, I would have to stand outside. I go, hey, there's a free comedy show inside. You want to come check it out? And it's really demoralizing and degrading because people are like oh tell me a joke and i'm like all right or they just ignore you i'm like no, i'm not homeless just say no fucking asshole whatever but then when pete holmes did it they're like oh shit you're like pete holmes so for the next year after that fucking show came out everyone's like hey you're like pete holmes fuck off and then i'd be like all right great so now i'm getting ridiculed and being referred to as pete holmes this is awesome yeah i i don't know if he was purposefully glorifying it more than he was saying how he got his start but i see what you're saying no yeah so no the annoying. whole point of it was to show how demoralizing it is and yeah. then it, like double downed on it so like i'm outside going, hey guys like you know there's like four comics waiting for a show to start when there's no one inside i'm like hey you guys want to come like a group of six people i'm like you want to come check out my my show they're like ah you're like pete holmes fuck off and i'm like all right great yeah 
Yeah. Uh, are they still doing it where like, oh, Seinfeld and all that shit? Yeah. So there was, yeah, there was that thing like where the Times Square, like uh, comedy ticket sellers, they'd say like Tina Fey is going to be there, even though she's not yeah. a comedian. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, with COVID, nothing's going on like that anymore, which is cool. But uh, are yeah, they did. Any women comedians, really? Sorry. <laughs> 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 Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah, yeah. dude. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty sure Roseanne lives somewhere around here, dude. You might want to be careful with that shit. Really? She seems like the type that would track you down. She moved to Wyoming? No. She's oh. originally from Utah. Oh. Okay. I did not know that. I enjoy Roseanne, especially when she tweets on Ambien. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Facts. Anyways. I, so, I, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm not used to like the delay. I feel like I'm stepping on you guys a lot. I don't mean to no, you're apologize. fine, man. Go for it. We'll shut the no, fuck I'm up. Gonna ask you, so, like, where in Wyoming are you guys? The southwest corner, like, almost Utah. We are almost Utah. Yeah. So, I don't know, like, when Kanye does his shit there, do you guys, like, like get oh, affected Kanye's by that shit? He's, like, four hours from Yeah, us. Kanye's on the other side of the state, basically. Oh, all right, damn. I got hyped for a second. I was like, yo, what about Kanye? <laughs> well, I go, I go to Jackson Hole all the time, which he's pretty close and, like, um, uh harrison ford and stuff lives there and so every time i go up there for work i like tweet at harrison ford like hey man let's hang out i'm coming up again never it's never worked out but i mean it's worth a shot i mean i'd stop and hang out with harrison ford for a while but yeah i haven't seen too much on him besides uh the giant ranch that he bought it was like 14 million dollars or whatever and that one time he was chasing around antelope in a um side by side and got uh, pulled over and ticketed for chasing out. <laughs> That's great. So even famous people don't get away from racist cops. <laughs> I just thought it was more that, you know, Wyoming doesn't really give a shit who you are. That's why. Uh... Oh, yeah, that's what it, that's what I meant. <laughs> But no, we'll go with your thing, I guess. You guys seen all that shit about Joe Rogan today? Uh, about the fires? No, no. What the hell? What happened? Apparently, he watched an Instagram video, and then on the podcast, he was talking about it, and apparently did a, or put out a bunch of misinformation on the California fires, shit's and on, had to come back and apologize for it. Shit's on fire. How do you fuck that up? I don't That's, know. <laughs> it's he, bad. I guess he was saying like a bunch of people were getting arrested for it and all this other stuff, and apparently none of that was true. Oh, I got that's what happens when you get your news from Instagram, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. That's... Don't watch an Instagram video and then immediately talk about it on the biggest fucking podcast in the world. Yeah, you can't really get your information from stuff like Instagram or TikTok. You know what I mean? TikTok. I was going to bring this up. Yep. Thank you for the segue. No problem, man. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> So I got in a fight today on Facebook. I don't I don't write on Facebook ever because this always happens. It's like inevitable. If you comment on somebody's posts, you are going to get into an argument about it. Mm-hmm. It's just how it happens. I think it's in the Facebook guidelines. I don't know. But so everybody was saying TikTok's getting banned. And me and my wife did a bunch of you know research on it, Google and stuff. It's like, oh, what's well, not really getting banned unless they come to an agreement, and it's not going to be on Sunday. It's going to be in November. Anyways, people are very adamant about TikTok leaving the world. 
And so I commented on somebody's things like, I don't think it's getting banned. And then, and then he, so he flips out. I flip out. We start arguing all the way down and I'm just trying to make points about it. He's like, Oh, kids kill themselves on TikTok, and, and kids are getting bullied. I was like, yeah, the same shit's happened on Facebook. Like people have live, live streamed them yeah, killing we, themselves. Yeah. We've had cases where people <laughs> live stream themselves, killing people and torturing people on Facebook. And then yeah. that footage gets used as evidence against them in court. Yeah, and there was like movies and stuff made about bullying on Facebook. Like that's it's been a whole thing. Yeah. I was like, so your argument is for every app, not just TikTok. Like they're just apps. People are going to use them how they use them. Like you can't I don't know. Anyways, I mean, the if you want to argue against TikTok, I think the best thing I could say is that I hate it because I miss mine. Yeah. That's it. That's well, I'm I'm being honest here. I told him, I was like, I'm just voicing my opinion, same as you. I wasn't trying to start an argument or whatever. Then he called me entitled. Oh, of course you're entitled. I was like, I didn't know having... How dare you express your opinion while he's expressing his opinion? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. What's that? Yeah, white boy. Yeah. I was like, I didn't know that having differing opinions was considered entitled now. But You're sure. also a Nazi now. Did you know that? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, uh, I, I believe that all apps are bad and not just one in general yeah. <laughs> sorry my bad <laughs> you're a nazi i don't really fuck with that tiktok shit just because like I, I i've just never seen so much like visual autism at one time like and i, I wasn't like introduced to it properly because i didn't know it was supposed to be like a sing song and dancing so i was like why is everyone trying to do the robot and why, like five-year-old girls are like shaking their ass it's weird to me, anyway. That's, that's the algorithm that you got, I guess. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I watch a lot of comedy stuff on there. People play music all the time. Like, it'll it'll eventually come to your, what's it called? The things that you like to watch. Like, it just yeah, automatically preferences, knows. Preferences, yeah. yeah. The, the more stuff you, the longer you spend watching a video, like, the algorithm knows that, oh, you like that kind of stuff. So eventually I, it'll be... I've never down. I don't. I don't have it. I never downloaded. It, but like even Lewis from Skanks was like he complains about the algorithms and shit. And we're like, yeah, no, no, that's your fault because you keep finding Latina women to shake their ass. So that's your yeah now. But yeah, all my all my friends complain about like I guess that you look at one girl dancing and all of a sudden your whole feed is the shit. Mm -hmm. See, I didn't have that problem because the first thing I did when I downloaded TikTok was I went and I found everybody from Vine that mm -hmm. I had followed, like Marlon Webb, Daz Black. Uh, Brendan Kelly, uh, that guy. I can't say his last name. That guy. But yeah, you know, just all the guys from Vine that I was following, and just looked them up and subscribed instantly. And after that, it just was nothing but comedy, and it still didn't win me over. Yeah, I watch a lot of comedy stuff on there. A lot of music people produce and make music all the time, guitars. And but I do watch some shaking ass though, for sure. I mean, why wouldn't? To, gotta at least get a couple in there, you know? Yeah. But yeah, it's not all bad. I don't think so. And I, I didn't ever see anybody killing themselves over it. But whatever. My favorite my favorite TikToks are the one where it's like, take this pen and then you take it apart. And then after it gets so many likes, I'll show you what the next part of the trick is. No, fuck you. You show me the trick and I will hit like if I liked it. Okay. You're not gonna dictate to me. You're not gonna blackmail me with the fucking trick. I wasn't that interested in the first place. TikTok had to put this shit in my face. You don't get to dictate whether or not I'm going to hit like on your fucking video. Okay. You're gonna put it out there. I'm gonna like it or I'm not gonna like it. And we're gonna move on with our fucking days. Okay. Okay. Randy, I do enjoy your rants, but did you have to destroy the pen for that one? <laughs> yeah, you did take it apart. <laughs> if you want to make an object. 
you got to crack a few eggs. I'm just saying, it's all over the floor. But you know what? <laughs> you, you know, time, time, you know, ravages everything, and I help. So you know, you just have to. Crane's <laughs> a man of pure performance. All right, don't take away that performance he just gave us. You got to commit to the art. Uh, he does do a lot of rants. I, I do that. I do enjoy them. <laughs> um, we can get into a little bit of the comedy comedian stuff. You do, uh, you do comedy, don't you? I do. Comedian? I do. So How's that going? Grade, and then oh, it's horrible now because you know I've only done one set since March and was on a roof. Have you been doing Zoom was shows at all? Roof? Yeah. So on yeah, on the roof. Um, oh, like, on a roof. Yeah, so the the only way you could do a show now in New York City anyway is if you go scream in a park or uh, yeah. you unsafely get everyone on a roof and then uh, they all make out basically and they all give each other COVID and then, uh, you know, then you go on with your day. Nice, good fix there, bud. The pin's fine. The pin 15. Um, now, I thought you said you did a, a comedy show without a roof. Oh, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> In this collapsed old condemned building that has no roof on it. Well, you might have to. Yeah, I might as well, man. We like because people are just doing shit in parks, and it's like you're you're screaming jokes because some of these shows don't have a microphone, so you're just yelling in a park, and there's a homeless guy taking a shit behind you during your punchline, or you're on a roof where like without the inside bounce of the laugh, you just feel like you're bombing the whole time. Yeah, I've heard a lot about the park shows via. Uh, podcast. We're talking about that a little bit before the, the <laughs> show started. Yeah. You're just out in the park with a bullhorn trying to tell jokes. Mm, pretty much. Just trying to get it out there. Using the bullhorn. You got protesters showing up behind you be like, no, no, no. That's not what this is. That's <laughs> <laughs> Fuck around and start a fucking Antifa rally. Um... <laughs> no, it is yeah. like that, Like I've, uh, I've gone just like when the show started popping up, I would go just to hang out just to get out of the house. And uh, there'd be a Black Lives Matter march, like, not that far away. You know what I mean? They'd be like, no justice, no peace. And you're like, I hate myself. I biked here. You know what I mean? It's like, it's so weird to just be doing these shows for free over, like, just these meaningful protests that are supposed to, like, be creating change. And I'm, like, the dude's up there talking about how he farts a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I just take the bullhorn and go straight in the middle of the protest try to see if you can start a circle. Hey, yeah. if you can get, if you can get, hey, if you can get angry protesters to laugh, dude, then True. that's kind of a, a test right there. You're a legend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wouldn't recommend trying. <laughs> I from, wouldn't try it. We're both uh, LOS fans, obviously. Um, they've been doing uh, their shows at the stand again. What are they doing? Just like a uh, parking lot type on the on a... Yeah, it's actually really weird. So the the front of the stand comedy club, they have like these like uh, foldable doors that like slide open. So during the summer and shit, it's it's wide open. But what they do is they set the guys up right there. And then in New York, you can like have I guess like I don't know, I want to say like six feet out from the curb, so you can have uh, outdoor seating. So like everything is outside, and the shit they say is ridiculous. I mean, you guys know, and it's yeah, just yeah. in Union Square, which is one of like the main. Uh, I guess touristy parts of New York City. So they're just like screaming about Jews in the middle of Union Square. Jew, 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 Jew. Yeah. Jew there's like Jew, Jews walking by, and like Lewis like almost fought a homeless guy before. It's like it's really ridiculous. None of this is yeah. really that safe, to be honest. Oh, that was Randy. Um, My bad. <laughs> you're good. Yeah, I've heard uh, uh, some people like random people walking up and stuff while they're saying saying things. But they were. I think they mentioned that they might go to back to twenty five percent. 
occupancy inside the building this next uh, month. The 30th. Yeah. Yeah, which I don't know if that's happening. I feel like that's bullshit. Uh, the only reason why he said that, Cuomo said that, is because um, they wanted to open casinos again. And the restaurants got pissed. So he's like, all right, you guys can do 25%, but I feel like he's going to track it back. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, I, I don't want to get political on here or anything, but the more liberal-run states are very, very adamant about uh, all these things. And then us over here, we never even closed down. Nobody's wearing masks. We're still going to comedy clothes, comedy shows. I went to see uh, and seen um, Tony Hinchcliffe last weekend in Salt Lake. Not a mask in the whole place. Not a single. I believe one. it. I mean, you the guy, you like your like middle America area states are like the reason why comics can still work right now. Like Bobby had to wait until like Florida opened to do a show. I think Florida was one of the first places that kind of like was his audience that he could go do a show and sell out. Um, and like, and then his boy Calta got COVID somehow too so it's like it's, everyone's just spreading it all, all over the place dude. it's kind of ridiculous yeah uh then yeah, beginning i was like you might have heard his voice at the uh the back end of ykwd doing his plugs but yeah uh you uh, hang out every week with those guys or what where you did i guess i used to yeah when the studio was open so i make bobby's merch so like that boot i don't know if your listeners are familiar with bobby but i did like i drew him as like a fucking buddha like this fat buddha and shit He's talking- so I- He's talking about uh, Bobby Kelly from YKWD, comedian Bobby Kelly. Sorry, <laughs> I just thought I'd throw that out. There. Oh yeah, make sure everyone else is going. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah, I do, I do his merch. I do a couple other people's merch too. Like I've I've worked with Joe List. I don't know if it's ever going to come out, but like some stuff of his is going to come out hopefully at one point. But like I, some of the comics in Bobby's circle, I've like helped do their merch and shit. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I just redid our, our entire merch store. We were using a, a service called Redbubble, Red and I moved it over to Teespring, which I'm sure a lot of people have heard of Teespring, and uh, just created a whole new store and made a whole like a whole new line of shirts and and stuff. So if you're looking, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I've never been in, in like so. Lewis runs his own. Um, what was that podcastmerch.com? Uh, but I've never been like I've thought about going downtown and getting like a guy that makes shirts to make a bunch. It's like it's just from where we are and where our listeners are. It's easier to have just a online company take care of it. Yeah, I get that. Stuff. I actually um, had to make a quick red bubble yesterday. Um, are you guys familiar with Avatar: The Last Airbender? Yeah. Yep. Almost out of pure boredom. Um, you know how Iro opens that uh, tea shop. He might. <laughs> so oh, the, the Iro tea shop? Yeah, the ja- Jasmine Dragon. I don't think I've gotten that far yet. All right, so this is some super weird shit because I'm also an anime. Like during like, peak of COVID, I rewatched like a bunch of shit, and Avatar was one of them. So the old Fire Lord, uh, you go to Bossing Say, if this is ain't ringing any bells, and this dude opens a tea shop. Basically, I took the Starbucks logo and I flipped it. So it was this dude Iro for the Jasmine Dragon. I basically just changed it a little logo flip and i posted it on the subreddit for last airbender and it got like ten thousand upvotes like it totally threw me off and people were like demanding on mugs so i had to make a quick red bubble because i didn't know what else to do yeah yeah i'm one of those assholes that didn't watch avatar until the fucking netflix picked it up yeah so uh, i think i've seen that image on uh discord oh yeah i put it on there i put it on there going like isn't this crazy yeah yeah Yeah, he's got he's um, running 
the LOS Discord. He got it from. You don't know any of these people. See, nope. Randy's not as immersed into the podcast community as I am. Yeah, I'm just sitting here wondering if I need to be sitting here next to your nasty ass going to shows and not wearing masks and shit. <laughs> true, <laughs> true. The, I, I should have called this shit in. Damn. The Kill Tony show was fucking fun though. Um, the uh, they had three local, three local guys open up for him. Fucking killers, man. Yeah. Just hilarious they got some talent great i i we've actually we're following a couple of them now on twitter and stuff but um yeah everybody's asking me how how was tony how was tony i was like he's he was fucking great he was hilarious i i don't think that he had a lot he said it was the first show that he uh that he's done in a while and i don't think he had too much material written down because he was just doing crowd work a lot of crowd work i mean it was still hilarious but he's doing lots of crowd work and then towards the end obviously drunk ass white bitches uh, screaming out and clapping real loud, and he just kind of got annoyed. <laughs> uh, the number one enemy of comedy is a drunk white woman. Yeah, I know, I know it. <laughs> but yeah, that's exactly yeah. what happened. This this girl was just clapping for 15 minutes straight, as loud as somebody could clap for no reason. I guess she was trying to get attention or something. I don't know. It's yeah, no, they all want attention. At the end of the day, they just want to be a, a part of the show because for some reason they feel like they should be. Like they're that's the entitlement to them. And then when you give it to them, they end up ruining the show. They're like, you can't tame them. They think they're better there than you doing your jokes. What's what's the worst heckle you've ever had? I got booed once. Oh boy. I uh, it was I have a joke where I rank the best pedophiles of all time. And okay. uh, so in New York City, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of different rooms. There's like Latin rooms. There's like the city rooms. There's black rooms. Pedophile rooms. I did this in a very uh, a very poor structured black room. So basically, it was a bar, but like the, like it was just not conducive for comedy. Like it didn't make sense why there was a show there, and uh, it it was crushing. And I was like, oh shit, I'm just gonna open with this. I'll get everybody in, and no one off rip was down with me at all. And I the main punchline, I sit. There was like two beats, and all of a sudden, just a boo, and I had to finish my set off that energy. It was terrible. Oh man, Randy. Where's heck? Where's heckle? Uh, I'm tempted to just go ahead and say my mom, but no. <laughs> uh, I, the only one I can think of off the top of my head, that aside from show? the time that that idiot, no, the college show, they didn't heckle me. They just oh. sat there and looked horrified at the shit that was coming out of my mouth. That's what that was. <laughs> Two college shows are so hard now. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like I'm making jokes about being fat, and they're like, he's fat shaming himself. <laughs> do we cancel him or put him in a safe space? What do we do? Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's really hard to cater the line of like what they think is chill and not. They just want you to talk about like uh, the dating. I think I don't really know what they want. They definitely. I did a college show and I did that pedophile joke, and they were looking at me like, "You're a horrible, horrible." Why, why do you know so much about pedophiles? <laughs> and I did one. It was a uh, a bit about taking my girl to the gynecologist and the uh, adventure we had leading up to and during that trip. Uh. The girls were laughing pretty good, but the guys were just looking at me like I picked my nose and ate it because it's like a college crowd, like 18, 19 year old kids. They've never had this problem. I'm like, hey, you guys can uh, get used to the idea of this or you can you know, start fucking each other. But that, th those are your options. Yeah. That's life. Uh, no, as far as heckling, uh, first thing that comes to mind is the asshole that brought his kid to the bar. Mm. Oh, yeah, that was this uh asshole brings his kid to the bar. I mean, I don't even think this was legal, but nobody said anything. 
It's Wyoming. And he's got like a, God, I swear the kid was like probably six years old. And I'm sitting there in the middle of just the nastiest set talking about, you know, hard dicks and wet pussies and all this, <laughs> you know, family material. WAP. G-rated family material. Yeah, web access protocols, all that. Uh <laughs> Wireless application protocol. Um, no, yeah, just going through all this shit. And this guy comes in with his six-year-old kid, and I'm just sitting there like, what do I do now? <laughs> My entire bit just got flushed down the fucking toilet. Junior here is about to learn some new words, and I don't feel like fighting dad. So what the fuck? And I'm trying over here to come up with the best new material, the best, or not new material, but the best clean material I can think of. But I've got all my new shit in the front of my brain, and I'm just rummaging through the attic of my fucking brain just tossing over boxes and shit trying to think of some clean jokes and i'm fucking dying eventually just cut it short and just got the hell out of there but uh there was that and then there was another one uh in the mind where a woman i mentioned my age i was uh getting into my mid-30s and i was struggling with that because of my peter pan complex and i had a whole bit about that and the lady's like so what i'm 42 and i'm like and you still haven't learned not to interrupt people when they're talking. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to lose hope for you, ma'am. Yeah. I, uh, I one time I have a bit about getting my first nude photo and I open it with trying to get a girl to admit like, you know, oh, you sent one. All right. What was the response you got from the guy? Uh, and uh, for some reason, this girl, she was 14. And I asked her, I was like, have you ever sent a nude photo to a 14 year old girl? Oh boy. And then I, oh. only when she opened her mouth, I realized she had braces. And then I, then I looked behind her. That's her dad. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. This is, this is, I was like, All right, uh, do I, should I stop comedy now? Should I just put this down and leave? I've done some pedophilic things here. I asked a girl if she sent a new photo. who's clearly underage. I, need, I should probably leave. What'd she say, though? Oh, God. She said, she said, I'm 14. Oh. <sighs> I was hoping for she had and her dad beat her ass. I was like, have you ever sent a new photo? She was like, I'm 14. And I was like, where's your father? And she was like, <laughs> right here. <laughs> it should have been like, well, have you ever sent a new photo? Asked her dad. <laughs> you fucking, yeah, how do you fucking recover from that, man? Yeah, no, that was bad. I mean, like, there's 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 ones like that you could do where it's just like, oh, have you ever sent a new photo to, like, to whoever? And they're like, oh, my dad's here. And it's like, well, you still answer the questions. Like, had, Mr. Has she sent one? You know, like, you can get away with that shit, but not when they're underage. It's kind of hard. Oh no. oh, no. Shout out to Adam Nutter. He's also a comedian. I wonder what his uh, worst heckle was. Wait, is that his real name or is his stage That's his name? real name. Adam Nutter. <laughs> Nutter? Hell, dude, that is sick. <laughs> and he does comedy, awesome. which, what other career are you going to get into with a name like that? Am I right? I mean, you're qualified. I'm sure after middle school and high school with a name like that, you're qualified. You've, yeah. got, you've got all the jokes. You've, you've developed a sense of humor or you've just moved to a, another location with an assumed identity or something. I did not know how to finish this joke. Mm. I, don't, I would... How many times do you think people said Nutter? I barely know her. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've been doing that a lot in like the Discord and stuff, just like saying that randomly. A couple of weeks ago, we were hanging out in the Kill Tony Discord, and somebody had uh, sang the song um, "Hold Me Closer," Tony Danza, and then everybody, somebody said, uh, "Could that fit in any other songs?" And we went for five and a half hours going through the catalog of every song we've ever heard of and shoehorning the words Tony Danza into the song. 
Oh, it was insane. Oh, dude, yeah, those are the those are the best bits. Like, oh. so I live with oh, three other guys that are they're all they all comedy, but like we still do bits in the labor room. And then um, what 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 was the last one we were doing? It was the all the way up song. Uh, Jay Z and uh was on the remix. No, it was Fat Joe and Remy Ma. Nothing can stop me. I'm all the way up. You know, you guys heard that song before? Right. We were doing shit like nothing can stop me from fucking your ass and just like five <laughs> hours of just that shit in the living room. Yep. Those are the best bits. I'll be your Tony Danza Danza for money. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Any old music will do. That, that Sorry, that just popped in my head immediately. My, my favorite one that I did you was... five hours on this? Yeah. My favorite, the favorite one I did was, hey, Tony, <laughs> baby, I got your money. <laughs> that one's good. I like that one. See, I had to, I had to bust out that old-ass fucking reference. You got, you got the fresher shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I don't, I don't know. If old, old, dirty bastard is fresh, but sure, it's, it's fresher than fucking Tina Turner. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> well, I don't think old dirty bastard's done anything in a while. Well, I mean, he did die, so that slows True. you down a bit. <laughs> Changing uh, song lyrics is like it. That's probably. I, I think maybe we could all agree that's one of the first quote unquote bits you do, like growing up. Like you're the first. Yeah. Jokes. It's just switching the lyrics to say something stupid. Those are always the best. Well, oh, yeah. Shout out to Gino from Speedweed, who was in the room with us at the time and lasted for three hours. We were surprised. Nice. <laughs> but um, I had a whole thing where I was going through songs and making them about eating ass. Sometimes we'll do, like when we're just chilling, we'll do like just punchlines or just setups with no punchline. Just random shit like that all the time. Mm. Just punchlines is fun. And now I'm, I'm just going to gonna... Gonna <laughs> drop into the discord from time to time and just ask, just hit you with a setup and then leave. Yeah. <laughs> like, Hey, how's an ink pen like a microwave? And then just, he's yep. left the chat. <laughs> Perfect. Then just, no, just go to bed knowing you guys are going to spend like the next 12 hours fixating on it. Because, Could be. Cause I don't have a life, but I like to pretend that I do. So, <laughs> um, I did want to, give a shout out i was telling uh genie at the beginning of this i was like we have a new intro song that was written and produced and a video made for us and we have never given him a shout out so shout out to dano from drowned out who made all that stuff for us i apologize but you will probably be a part of our show for quite some time yeah. it fits you guys so perfect. what was that it fits you guys perfect Oh, thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. I really like it. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are like really like wholesome juggalos and that like some forty one rendition like matches your vibes amazingly. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's writing that down. Um <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm gonna go home tonight and see if I can create a new PlayStation account under wholesome juggalo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh I, t- I was telling uh, Dano that I was going to shout him out, and it's been like three weeks, and I, I apologize for waiting so long to do that. But, it's been yeah, a hell of a three weeks, you. though, in, in your defense, yeah, in our defense. I do appreciate that. Um, yeah, Wholesome Juggalos. I'm, I'm trying to think of something we could do with that also. But We'll come to you guys. Don't worry. I mean, the vibe is not leaving. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to lean into it. Oh, yeah. Maybe I can make some new merch. Maybe... Maybe we could get Cheney to make us some new wholesome juggalo merch for a small town mentality podcast. <laughs> oh hell yeah. I mean, I don't know if you guys can afford me, but we could work this out. We could figure yeah, something out. 
the interested in hearing about your day clown posse. That's what we <laughs> Yeah. Okay, here we go. Now we're getting rolling, huh? Huh? Um, yeah, I'm dropping shit. Just sipping a Fago and just interested in what people are saying. Oh, yeah. Did you see the Glade plug-in commercial with the Insane Clown Posse? Plug it in, plug it in. Yeah, it was like a, some kind of Glade plug-in, and they had just overlaid Insane, put clips of uh, ICP in there talking about shit. Fresh in 60 days, fresh so like, in a new way. So you'd have to see the video, but it's like, you know, Glade plugins now freshening the air. It's just there in the air. It's all around you, and you don't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they got on their magnet shit? And uh, I don't know what it's from, man. I'm I'm not really that familiar with ICP, to be honest. But, uh, yeah, man, it's just a trippy-ass commercial. I'll have to send you a video. Or I'll put it in the Discord when I get a sec. Why is it that I knew most of the Glade plugin jingle? That's what I'm wondering. Because you were programmed. There's some jingles out there that you just don't forget. Because that's the point. They need something that hooks directly into your brain. So they come up with the catchiest little 30-second whatever that'll just latch right onto your brain so you remember that product. What's that? What's that? Question. Uh What is the – I just found out this out recently, so I want to see if you guys uh, know. What do you think is like the best jingle right now? Ooh, right now. Uh, I was like maybe, maybe the, like the best song, best tagline. Like, what do you think it is? I was trying to remember the uh, freecreditreport.com one, but now I don't know what's out right now. I have a lot of commercials is the problem because I've moved to Hulu and Netflix and all that stuff. So commercials aren't really a thing Insane. anymore. Spent so much time and energy trying to avoid ads and now it's caught up to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know that they're trying trying a bunch of new stuff like we've been talking about all night was like the TikTok and stuff because uh, TikTok for a long time has been almost running the country. So I yeah. know that they've been trying to do like short little commercial videos. TikTok has a bunch of commercials and shit on it. And they're trying like there's even some people are like going as far as using the WAP type stuff in their commercials. Yeah. Wasn't wasn't the WAP mentioned in like a presidential debate? Also, I'm sure like it was. It, it's insane how much people are paying attention to shit like that. Oh, but I uh, I recently found out that Pusha T from the clips wrote um, "I'm loving it" for McDonald's. Oh, nice! Huh. I didn't know that. I have found out that there's a lot of like male rappers that have created songs for female rappers. Like, I don't think I don't know if Wet Ass Pussy was. But there's been songs like similar to that that were written by men, and oh, it makes yeah. you think, makes you wonder a little bit. <laughs> no, yeah, because that those reference tracks, if they made them, are like lethal for those guys' careers if they get put out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I can't think of a jingle that I've heard recently. To be honest with you, did you have one no, in no. mind? What's your favorite? It was just the ba da ba ba ba. It's so funny that Pusha T just wrote that. Huh. It was probably just. That. He's probably just driving by McDonald's or something. Like he was going to get a cheeseburger and he's just going through the drive thru in his car, just like, ba da ba ba ba. I'm just picturing in my head how he came up with the song. And that's it was why. I yeah. <laughs> he was headed towards the McDonald's. Pop, 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 pop. I don't remember the good. Maybe, maybe that's why the commercials are so awful because I don't remember the good commercial. I'm just going through all the awful ones I've seen in my day. Like, uh, God, you remember a few years ago they did uh, Puppy Monkey Baby? Yeah. For the Mountain Dew commercial? 
Yep. And it's like, you know, that somebody was sitting there. They had 10 minutes to pitch something to their boss and they had not prepared anything. And they just sat there like, what do people like? They're like puppies. They're like monkeys, like babies, which bump together. Okay. Yeah. I do remember puppy monkey. Babies. <laughs> it was just so God, that was nightmare fuel. And that was a bad night to try shrooms for the first time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, he's, uh, <laughs> he's changing songs over here. <laughs> He got in, into the spirit of changing songs. Yeah, I used to do that shit with that song all the time too. Like ba da ba ba ba, I'm fucking it, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's the best bit. It's the best <laughs> bit you can do is just change the lyrics to songs. The best part of waking up is fucking her in the butt. See, That's boom, classic. Yeah. <laughs> all I all I had was the fucking you know. Whoa, here she comes! Watch out, boy, she'll chew your butt. Whoa, here she comes! She's an ass eater. Perfect. Um, what about it's not unusual to have sex with animals? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> oh, he, I love it. He enjoyed that one. All right. Well, wh- where are we at here? I'm going to clip that part out for the. <laughs> <laughs> we'll clip the Hall and Oats part, man. That's a recycled joke. I'm pretty sure that was the clip for a joke like three months ago. Could be. No. I think that's another thing, too, with the whole fucking because I haven't been doing shit. I mean, I know. We haven't closed down, but you know, I'm I'm not trying to catch that shit. So I haven't been really going out or doing anything. And so now all my stand up material is like fucking Star Trek jokes and fart jokes. That's it. That's all I got. You're not you're not an anti masker? Oh, not not at all. I've been <laughs> I've been yeah, have you not been following my Facebook where I've been making masks and I've been making the different ones? You got the fucking cyborg ninja mask and all that shit. Speaking of masks, you can get your uh, small town mentality logo man mask available at uh, our merch store. He's getting good at these transitions. <laughs> the the mask like uh, couture, for lack of a better term, has like because you know Japan and Asian countries have already like been on the mask wave. You can get like designer mm-hmm. masks over there, but to see it get like adapted like so quickly here is so interesting because you know going back to louis vuitton they're they're making like a shield mask and that's also seven hundred dollars but when you go outside it has like the uv shit it's like crazy what people are doing now yeah um i don't think that's going away i think no, it's staying. Staying i think it's like just going to be like the asian countries where like half of us are going to wear it because we like feel shitty yeah yeah that's what one of the guys uh i don't want to give away bits but uh, one of the guys that opened for uh, Tony Hinchcliffe last weekend, he's he's like, yeah, I like masks. I'm ugly, essentially, you know. Yeah, it's a pretty good bit. But yeah, I, what can I say? I just like walking around with my cyborg ninja mask. I don't. I'd rather have my eyes covered, to be honest with you, so that people don't see what the fuck I'm looking at. Because I'm always checking people out. Shit. Yeah, that's just me. That's the other <laughs> thing. Yeah. Could... What's that? Oh, I was I was gonna say I really liked it at first because like, I could walk, I could hold hands with my girlfriend in public and not feel ashamed. That was pretty sick. Okay, yeah, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the masks are they're okay, but they make you kind of feel like you're hiding. So when you are looking at people, you go, "That maybe it's just me. It's a me thing." And you go, "Oh shit, they can see my eyes." <laughs> right. For some reason, I always feel like I'm hiding in a way. They're like. Oh shit! Yeah, they know exactly where my eyes are. Fuck. Sorry about your ass. My bad. I'll keep moving. <laughs> I just cut the shit and put on like a whole motorcycle helmet or a welding yeah. helmet or something. I have seen people with the full like the full like mask 
or the face shields the face shield yeah. thing yeah yeah i've seen people with the face shield with a mask underneath it's like oh you really don't want to get shit like late um <laughs> oh actually you know what can i ask you guys do you guys have the um the mcdonald's thing uh reminded me the delayed hit though do you guys have the travis scott meal by where, where you guys are i haven't tried it yet i haven't I've seen. I think I've seen the sign for it. So I think they do have it at the McDonald's here. But uh, I don't think we. I don't think I've I haven't tried, tried it yet. But it, it's just a burger, fries, and a sprite, right? Yeah, it's a value meal that has a name attached to it. It's nothing crazy, but there's like, you know, forty year old man mad that doesn't come with a collector's item, which is very funny. I want my toy. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> what toy would it be? Like a Travis Scott bobblehead or something? Well, cool. his first album uh, called Rodeo had that he made a toy for the like his album cover was a toy of himself so the mcdonald's commercial had him bouncing around as the toy so people thought okay. like oh we're gonna get a little travis scott oh. toy people pull up and there's no toy there's no special packaging so there's like the compilations of the old guy rants about not having a toy and then people pulling up going like yo you know what i'm here for and they just bump sicko mode is so funny yeah i've seen that a lot yeah I've I've seen some parodies of other actually famous people going up and like, can I get this meal? And they're like, what? Or yeah. I think one where he's like, this guy's like, can I get this meal? And he gets it. It's like a meal for himself, you know. And it's like one fry, like a couple of loose fries. And <laughs> he's pretty like, oh, good. they made it just the way I wanted it. Yeah, that's pretty good. Pretty good bit. Anyways, I'm not. I, I'm sorry, you got me. You got me thinking about McDonald's now. You gonna you done fucked around? You got my fat ass hungry. I was trying to think of a, a good segue. I'm over here fucking dreaming about it, trying to think when they bringing that McRib back. That's that's what I want to know. Ooh, you knocked that limited time shit off. <laughs> Speaking of limited time, I can't I can't get a segue this week. Go to ballwash.com. Use promo code SDMPod at checkout to save yourself fifteen percent. Uh, they have ball wash, nuts, butts, and body wash, nut rub, solid cologne, and sack spray. To keep your funk off your junk, go to ballwash.com. Use promo code STMPOD to check out. No, no, I got you. I got you. Got you. Okay. But speaking of McDonald's, you know, I like my I like my fries greasy, but not my balls. <laughs> they keep ball- <laughs> Bingo. That's it. That's the one. Do you not like washing your hands after you eat McDonald's? Don't worry about it. We got you covered. Like your balls are in grease. True. Dude, have you heard about this fucking thing where kids are dipping their balls in shit? Well, not kids, because the guy I heard talking about it was like in his 20s. But he's like dipped his balls in teriyaki sauce or soy sauce or whatever because somebody told him he'd taste it. Huh. And apparently that's a fucking thing right now. Well, if you're going to dip your balls in the soy sauce, you might as well dip your balls in Spunk Loop. Go to Spunk Loop. <laughs> <laughs> That that was great. You're killing it with these sponsors, dude. That was that was awesome. Use promo code ST about it. Check out and save yourself ten percent on your order. Um, that's lube. Yeah, spunk lube. I've got oh, yeah. like eight hundred of these things. If you want me to send you some, <laughs> so nice. Spunklube.com. Uh, we got a new sponsor actually, but uh, they haven't given us our script yet, so I'm not going to shout them out until that happens. All right, cool. Just throwing that out there. Soon soon enough, we'll have a sponsor, a, a brand new one. Um, but yeah. It's the same sponsor as uh, RIP and LOS and all them guys. We actually oh, got a big sponsor this time. What's that? 
Blue Chew. Nope. Nope. Manscaped. Nope. Keep going. CBD of some kind. Yes. Yep. Nice. Yep. <laughs> that's the that's, uh, that's the holy trinity of Juggalo podcasting sponsors. It's uh, yes. Dick hard. We'll lube it up, and then um, yeah, we'll make you feel nice with the CBD. Yeah, we got stuff to clean your balls, stuff to put on your balls, and uh, smokable CBD. And what what would what would it be if you put instead of lube and you reach for the CBD oil and you lubed up with CBD? Other than expensive, what would that be? I mean, would that I, they that make fuck CBD. you up? Would you have to go to the hospital or no? Would... They make CBD lube. No shit. Yeah. No shit. Damn. I don't think it'll do anything to you. Maybe make you feel a less antsy when you're getting laid. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I know. I see ups and downs of that. Like you know, the excitement's I, the best part. It's. I kind of feel like. I don't know what that would feel like. That'd probably feel like really weird. I don't know. I've never tried it, but I do know they oh, make yeah. it. I know they make like that infinite CBD. Those guys, they make uh, CBD lube. Oh, yeah. We had bestiology joke earlier, but we weren't ready for that sticky dick in a plant thing, were we? Yeah. No. <laughs> we're breaking what? new ground here on Small Town Mentality. There's a name for everything. So and what, I'm breaking the mic stand here. So What would having sex with a plant be called? If you got Platophilia. Plantophilia? Plytophilia. Oh. You've looked it up? I. <laughs> I thought you were a Batman fan. <laughs> Ooh, true. Very true. I thought you were a Batman fan. So you're familiar with Poison Ivy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am. Oh, I'd fuck Poison Ivy. That's very true. I knew exactly where he was going when he said you were a Batman fan. I was like, yeah, I would definitely fuck that plant. You're right. It's very true. <laughs> yeah, but notice ever since you said you like Batman better than Superman, I've been wearing Superman shirts at every fucking podcast. Well, I don't remember I'm- actually saying that. All due respect, Randy. I mean, Batman is way better than Superman. Okay. I do like Batman. He definitely had hotter chicks around. Well, I mean, fundamentally, he's just way more relatable because he doesn't have any powers. True. And if you got a bunch of money, you could become him. There's a level of maybe someday. Okay. That's why why Spider-Man and Batman sort of like are competing for like the, the, arguably the number one in their like DC or Marvel, because Spider-Man's a kid, so you can relate to his kid problems. And Batman's a, just a regular guy. So you're like, oh, I, I'm like that guy, because he's just a guy. I'm him. Okay. What's what's the what's the thing about... We actually just talked about this in the Discord server, Batman versus some, Superman. Somebody told me to bring that up on the show. One of the trolls. Yeah, well, that's... Well, <laughs> Just fucking call it straight up, call him a troll on the show. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry. That's what I was saying. We should make that a patron episode. That's why I haven't. That's why I'm like, okay, yeah, uh huh. Give <laughs> my opinion myself, and we'll make that a patron episode. And if people want to hear that debate, we can just get into it, and they can pay to hear it. I thought yeah, you were uh, just really taking it to heart, like, like, like getting mad about that. No. <laughs> no. No, dude. I'm not, man. I mean, I like Batman. You know, I really do like Batman. It's uh, you know, it's not really that big of a deal as far as which one's better or you know, as far as it being a contest because you got plus and minus to each one. I, I just, yeah, I just like superheroes in general. But yeah, we were talking about that. I was like, it's kind of a to me, and I and I've I know that we've done this on the show a few times, but it is kind of a cliche thing to bring up on a podcast. That and I had the other conversation about uh, uh. What's the fucking 
thing people play? Would you rather? Would you uh, rather is a very cliche podcast thing. I don't know. I just I just hate would you rather because if I'm gonna entertain a hypothetical, I want it to be something that might actually fucking happen. Yeah. You know? I just otherwise I just feel like I'm just you know, there's better ways to spend my energy, man. That's all I'm saying. I just feel like I've heard that on a lot of different shows. Would yeah. you rather? I don't know. Maybe it's just me. But in my head, it seemed a little hacky. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you guys have would you rather on your show? Fuck. <laughs> no, no, we don't. Uh, we, uh, I mean, we, great. Like, oh, yeah, that's what our show's about. Oh, fuck. No, no. I mean, we do have the thing where it's like, would you buy this sneaker and we always go like you know we, we argue whether it's worth it or not but are you guys gonna buy that louis vuitton i mean that's a plausible hypothetical though so yeah i mean i wish dude i mean i, I that skate shoe i would actually wear because that shit's fire it literally is like a dc it's like kind of similar to the shoe you're wearing now it's just gonna be a thousand dollars which is insane but i don't know what it is man but there's nothing to me personally there's nothing more comfortable than these shoes they've got the the really thick tongue you know they're just fucking sweet you don't have to tie them just sl- yep. they're slip on and they're super comfortable. No, it's common, he says. I think that was about the would you rather stuff. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. I, I, mean, it. I mean, that's like a drinking game bit from when we were a kid. So, like, I'm sure, like, yeah. you know, well, drinking uh, a lot of people say drinking on a podcast is a cliche too, but well, maybe it's getting drunk on a podcast because I don't ever get drunk on it, you know. But there's yeah. some people that get like way too out of hand on a show, you know, and they start saying all kinds of weird shit and getting all sloppy. My first podcast was uh, me and this dude and a guest. Guests doesn't matter. We would do a power hour. It was a power hour podcast, and it was destroying me from the inside doing that once a week. Yeah, is a drinking podcast. Yeah, we uh, we didn't even really get into podcasts, but yeah, Randy doesn't know a lot about them. But me and uh, me and Cheney here know a lot of the same shows. We listen to a lot of the same shows. He, he's actually met a lot of the people that I listen to, which is cool. Yeah, do you, my do do you go to a lot of LOS shows? Um, lately, I have just to get out of the house. Um, yeah. And I'm like, I've gone camping with Jay. I know like Lewis just because of Bobby and shit. And like, I mean, Dave, Dave always is just a nice guy. I don't know uh, when he's oh, going to oh, big, big Dick Dave. Yeah, Big Dick Dave. Uh, I mean, like he just shows up, does it and leave. Like I've never really interacted with him outside of like at a LOS show. But um, yeah, I mean, those guys are great. I, I go anytime that I, like, I have a free Monday night, you know? Yeah. Yeah, uh, Bobby. Like I said, we were talking a little bit earlier. It's like Bobby's still doing all those uh, the Zoom shows. Shows. Do you have any idea of when he's going to get back into the studio? Because he he's. I mean, he's got an amazing studio. Yeah, no, the, the Ridecast Studio is great. Uh, you know, I'm not exactly sure. I think it has something to do with the laws of like the the, the club. I'm sure, yeah. like Gnome, the owner of the cellar, is trying to keep it like you know kosher in any way he can. Um, but they they haven't gone back since, so I don't know. They just been doing the Zoom shows, and I don't know. from the shed. Yeah, so I I don't know when they're gonna go back. I mean, they'll tell me when they go back, but I haven't heard anything. I'm I'm gonna I'm not gonna bring up the Calta stuff because I know you've heard a lot about about it, and so is Bobby. Yes. So we'll just keep that to a thing. And I I mean I like I love Bobby too. I mean he was he was always great. YKWD was great. It was just a it's a whole thing. I'll stay out of it. <laughs> you know, I've I've already brought up how I felt about it, and we'll keep it off of the this show. So it. if I ever had the chance to have Bobby Kelly on this show, you know what I mean? You so. just spent a minute and a half not mentioning shit. You know mm-hmm. that? Yeah, <laughs> it's a good way to do it. Because people on the inside, they'll understand what I'm talking about. 
Oh, good, because that's the that's the whole idea. Is we yeah. want to get those like few people on the inside. inside. We don't yeah. we don't want to include as many people as possible to listen yeah. to this shit. People get what I'm saying. Let's try to be uh, as inside as possible. Yeah. Well, I mean, even talking podcasting almost is a little too inside. I think for some people, like Randy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think roasting your own podcast is any better. So uh, I'm just gonna <laughs> shut up and amuse myself. <laughs> Well, we do roast our pot a lot. Oh, yeah. And so do other people. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Thanks for doing the show, by the way. <laughs> no, no problem, man. I was happy to do it. This is actually nice. Like, you know, usually uh, I'd like be doing like a couple podcasts a week, but since COVID, no one wants to meet up and like the Zoom shit's weird. You get like everyone kind of like got inclusive with themselves. So it's nice to hop on someone else's stuff. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I like to. I mean, the Zoom shows are. Odd, like we don't we're not using zoom obviously but uh since covid hit it's actually widened our guest list like we've been able to get all kinds of guests which has been awesome yeah so i don't know maybe people are just not that into it but i was like you can get like some pretty pretty high level guests because they're everybody's just sitting at home doing nothing yeah. and, and you uh, feel for free basically and it can be as shitty as you want because like of course it's it's whatever you know what I mean? Not yeah. that this is shitty, but I'm saying like when we tried to do video the first time, it was dog shit. Then we got Zoom and like it was like a minor improvement, but like now everyone's like, oh shit, they have great video. It's like, oh, all right, yeah, take well, this is the video now, shit. Yeah. Yeah, we uh we moved to doing some, like a video type show, which I think a lot of pods have done during the during the whole thing. Uh it's just it's nice to be able to do stuff live and like, you know, interaction, live comments, things like that. And notifications like, oh, we're live right now. I don't know. It's just kind of fun to be like, oh, we're live every every Friday at Devin. Even though there's like people that don't consider podcasts uh, podcasts if you're a video for some reason. They go, you got a TV show. I was like, no, that's still, I mean, I clipped the audio. Yeah, it's still a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I mean, podcasting is like a, for a lot of people, a new medium. So like, there's, they don't really understand like what, this is like what we're doing they like think we're trying to be like stern or something yeah i mean if only <laughs> randy I, I don't think i know of a single podcast that doesn't do video. true I, I knew you were thinking about something that's why i called on you no, i'm sorry i'm just you i'm trying to like... <laughs> think do i know a single fucking podcast and then most of them i know do video do video yeah youtube live yeah, that's most of the ones. I, and I, I was surprised on how many people I actually know personally that only watch podcasts. It's it's kind of a whole culture in itself. But anyways, do you guys do uh, live stuff with your show? Yeah, we were. We were. We were too. We just did stand up. We didn't do. Well, we did one live show in a skate shop in Brooklyn. Um, oh, nice. which, yeah, it was super impromptu. So there was only like a couple of people that came, but it was still chill. But yeah, we had a we had a monthly show at the um, Village Lantern which is a comedy uh, venue right around the corner from the cellar. And yeah. uh, that was going pretty good. That was cool. And like the, some listeners in New York would come and that's all I'm saying. Like, that's when I got like to joke about sneakers and people would like understand what I'm saying. So that's nice. But uh, yeah, now, I mean, hopefully when they open up, we get to do it again, but I mean, I'm not in a rush, dude. I'm not trying to force anything. Yeah. Yeah. We've done a few, like I, I've done two or three different bar shows where I take all the equipment down there and, and do some like actual live, live stuff like LOS. And it's fun, but yeah, it's hard to get people to come down. That was the first time I was ever on the show. Yeah. And there's like music playing in the background and people talking and 
I mean, about three beers in, and I'm just listening to fucking Guns and Roses while you guys are asking me a question. I'm like, hold on, what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's a mess. Um, actually, funny story about Bobby. So the last Skankfest, which for the listeners who don't know, Skankfest is like this festival that Legion of Skanks comes on. So they do it's like a whole weekend of just like shows and podcasts, live podcasts, or whatever. Um, no one really like knows me because I don't like put myself in the. I never try to get on mic that much. I never try to get in the limelight. Like I'll get there when I get there. You know what I mean, Randy? I'm sure you get what I'm saying. Where it's like I'm not trying to force yep. it. Like, hey, you're about um, to have five more fans, buddy. I hope so. That'd be great. Um, <laughs> no, but so Bobby, uh, like uh, there was, I think Lewis was late or something, and Bobby was like, "Hey, do you guys want to hear from Chris?" And I'm standing on the side, and everyone, there's just silence, silence to this whole room of Legion of Skanks fans. They're like, who the fuck is this kid? And I just go, thanks, Bobby. All right, I'm going to get off the stage now. Yeah. Yeah, Randy knows. I was just going to say, obviously, you're not looking for the limelight. You're on this show. True. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He says uh, you did a vape shop. We did no, a vape shop. Oh, this is a podcast. Hmm. Oh, it's uh, oh, it's Scott. Oh, I know this guy. <laughs> Shit, what the fuck am I thinking? Shout out to Scott. Uh, go to dramacityproductions.com for all things network. Uh, check out Amigos PC. <laughs> dramacityproductions.com forward slash Amigos PC. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's Scott. Okay, I got you, man. Speaking of vape shops, by the way, shout out to uh, a witch's vape shop downtown evanston wyoming who always hook us up and that's just uh that's just a friendly plug because i love those guys hell yeah dude oh it's uh okay what's up man uh sorry i get distracted by comments sometimes anyways moving on um yeah i mean i don't get to talk comedy that much because i'm not really like i love comedy but i'm not that person um but yeah randy i mean he's had a few stories that, uh, that you guys kind of talked about, but I mean, I wish I did. I don't know if I, I mean, I don't have confidence in myself to go up and do stand up. Give it a shot, man. Yeah. But where though now, like, can yeah. I get on a zoom show or somewhere? Or something? Oh, right. I mean, so wait, I mean, maybe this is a question for Randy, but like, I, do you still do open mics? Like what's the open mic scene like over there? Uh, pretty much dead at this point, unless you want to drive down to Salt Lake. Yeah. Yeah, Wise Guys still does uh, open mic on Wednesdays. They've been, they, yeah, they're open. So, yeah, but from here, that would be an hour, what, an hour and a half to two hours, depending on traffic. Uh, that's just the drive down. Then you got to get there super freaking early because they lined up around the block every night. Oh, is it a list situation? Say again? Is it a list situation? Uh, not necessarily a list situation. It's more of a first come, first serve. Um, yeah list i meant like yeah because like usually like you know when i was still doing mics yeah like you'd have to like go to one place at 4 p.m because they put the list out you put your name down then you'd run over to like the 431 which is a bucket you know like insane shit but like yeah yeah. the list come first service yeah because you had to get there like two hours early just to be on this list yeah yeah and for the first time i drove down to do a open mic at wise guys all the other comedians were ripping on me because i had driven two fucking hours to do this shit Wise Guys is a nice club, man. It's it a really nice club. It this is the first time I ever went there was last weekend. Oh, man. Did you have anything to eat? No, oh, not the there. fucking food there. Is, is it great. really good? Yeah. Yeah, uh, shout out and, to Wise Guys. And Keith they didn't Stubbs have to pay us there. to say it. 
Yeah, they didn't. But shout out to Keith Stubbs. I'm trying to get him on the show, by the way. Oh, that'd be great. Uh, he owns, he's from uh, South Carolina, too. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, he owns uh, three clubs down in Salt Lake. Well, Salt Lake area. I've met more people from South Carolina here than I did when I was living in South Carolina. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, that is weird. Then when I went back to South Carolina a few years ago, kept running into people from Wyoming. <laughs> got pulled over. Well, not got pulled over, but... Uh, ended up talking to a deputy sheriff who, uh, who was from fucking Kimmerer. Huh. That's weird. Anyways. <laughs> this is. Cheney yeah. doesn't know what the fuck we're talking about. Oh, this is story. This is story time with grandpa. <laughs> yeah. I'm letting you guys talk. You guys were, you guys were really into it. Your eyes were glimmering. Oh, yeah, right. loving the room. It was great. And movie theaters cost a nickel. Yeah. <laughs> Not 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 to take us to the show, the whole damn theater. Just get it for a nickel. What do you guys use time at the uh, open mics? Zigging. What do you guys usually get for the amount of time for at at the mics? It depends on how many people show up. Uh, at least as far as wise guys goes, they try to they try to get everybody up there for at least a couple of minutes. But it you know usually yeah, okay. depends on how many people they get. Uh, the local scene we had going on, we just there was only like three or four of us who did it regularly, so we just get up there and talk until we were done. It was actually pretty sweet. Uh, Scott here wants to know how you guys come up with bits. This will be a fun conversation, huh? He wants, he's never considered trying comedy. Well, you it's usually personal, right? You just personal things that's happened. Well, you remember the, like the pedo yeah. stuff you're talking about earlier? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean. <laughs> Generally speaking, like, well, you know, it's funny because the, you know, I ask, I try to get this out of Bobby a lot, and Bobby just is, you know, he's naturally so funny where he's just like, yeah, I, something happens, it's funny, and I just take that what happened and I format it in sort of like a structure. And he gets jokes. Uh, me, um, Randy, I don't know where you write, but I do a lot of writing in the shower. Like that's where I feel like I'm the most free. I cut, I'm, I'm always crushing, by the way, murdering in the shower. Doesn't matter. Um, but I, I just riff, and like when I think I got something, that's where I kind of like I just take whatever riff I just had, and then I go on stage with that, and and then I try to like find where the laughs are. I record every set. I try to find where the laughs are, and then uh, I'll listen to like you know five different sets where I did the joke, and where I take each laugh and I try to like pinch that together into the joke until I eventually get the beats down and all that. I have a long process though, just because I really don't know how to act, like sit and write the joke. I'm like. Now, like you know, I gotta, like talk it out. Yeah, I struggle with sitting and writing jokes. Also, I, I mean, I've, I'm gonna let Randy go. Obviously, he's a comedian, but I, uh, I have tried to write jokes here and there. But um, yeah, I've always struggled with like writing things down. Maybe that's an issue with me. Also, maybe uh, I should try a different tactic because I've never been a good writer. Go on. I don't know. For me, it comes down to one of two things. And first is like I'm just sitting and I'm just sitting around talking shit. Maybe I'm at work, maybe I'm at home or whatever, just running my fucking mouth and I'll say something that's funny. And then I'm like, I gotta write that down. Yeah. And just shoehorn that in. Um, but for the most part, I'm not a funny person. I'm not funny at all, but I've had a lot of funny shit happen to me. Okay. Like the guy licking a rat. When I was a kid, I saw a guy lick a rat's ass for a quarter. Yeah. That really happened. Yeah. I did not make a word of that story up. You know, the plane ride from hell, the, from the beginning of this year, that really happened. Stuck between the pissed off dude and the screaming baby, and I'm the fat guy, and I'm like, you won the lottery, bro. You know, that really happened. So, a lot of it's just life and taking fucked up situations and just finding the humor in it. Yeah, was it uh, 
so I can't remember who said it, but it's like a whole comedy uh, pr- proverb. It's like uh, tragedy plus time equals comedy, something like that. Yeah. But yeah, I could have been like that flight. I could have been miserable on that entire flight. And the whole time I'm just sitting there. Well, some sometimes writing when, it down, taking notes. Sometimes when I'm in like the KT Discord and stuff, uh, I'll be just like driving my truck, hanging out, and just saying shit. You know, like we were talking about earlier, the bits and all that shit we were doing. And and sometimes people will be like, "Oh, that's a good bit." And I just never think. I don't think in bits. You know what I mean? So, Take, the bit about taking the girl, my my girl, to the gynecologist, man, that really happened. Yeah, yeah. I don't think the, in bits. Uh, the really happened stuff is like uh. Yeah, like I mean, one, like I have a joke. When I first moved to New York City, I didn't know that White Castle was a real place. So when I saw a White Castle wrapper on the ground, I thought I found movie memorabilia. So I basically just have a joke. How I'm like, I'm, I'm, I thought I had rent from this piece of garbage. You know, so, I mean, you, know, you go from there, but like all that shit too. Like, and I have a joke about all the domains I own because I get high and I just buy dumb domains. Um, yeah, the real shit's where it's at. Yeah. That's the shit right yeah. there. Like when I was 18 and I went to a strip club called the American Bush. Stuff like that. Yeah. I'm going to try to make that into a bit one of these days. I mean, for a name of a fucking strip club, uh, the American Bush. Anyways, I'll work on it. <laughs> Obviously, you guys didn't enjoy that bit. So. I just, no, I'm just, I just instantly start picturing a, a giant billboard with George W. Bush and the animatronic hand waving at people. Come on in. I can't do it. I can't do George W. Bush. Yeah, I went to a strip club called the American Bush. To my surprise, no politics. Mm. Um, okay, all right. <laughs> start off There's with a little pack, but you got to start somewhere, you know. There, there was a lot of chubby women, a lot. <laughs> a well, time. I mean, that's the real American Bush, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so you just wish the bushes weren't so thick, huh? Yep. <laughs> Yeah, it was fun. I didn't. We, me, and a bunch of friends went up there. And we were uh, um, just jamming uh, back when. Uh, what was it? Eminem came up with a song. What was that? Slap. Was that ass one? Shake that ass for me. No. Oh yeah. A dog has that line where he gets more ass than a toilet seat. Oh yeah. I can't think of the Eminem song, but yeah, we were just jamming it the entire way down, and we all pull up, and then we go inside, and it's like, oh, this, this is what all the fuss was about, huh? Yeah, <laughs> it was rough. It was a rough time, but we just drank and had fun. It was, it was all right. But shake yeah, that. Fun. I think it was called Shake That. Yeah, something like that. That's how you prepare yourself for a strip club. Listen to Eminem. Could <laughs> slap an ass. <laughs> it's a very Wyoming thing to do. That's yep. that's exactly yeah. That's the great. That's the best way to get prepared for a strip club. You just sitting there and you, you're on your way to the club. You're gonna have fun. You got your ones. You got you because you gotta have your ones. You got your singles. You're ready to go. You've been pre-gaming a little bit. You know you're good. You're getting ready to go. And you're just sitting in the car listening. I'm sorry, Mama. I never <laughs> meant to hurt you. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait wait uh wait wait wait. I'm, so, I'm sorry, Mama. I'm gonna screw you. There, there we go. Oh, oh man, your your internet actually kind of messed up there a little bit. It was so like you, a, you had a T Pain vibe. Yeah, you went robot, sweet. but it was like auto tune. It was yeah. pretty cool. Oh hell yeah, clip that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was pretty sweet. All right, well, 
Sorry to end it, but I think that we've just about done enough time, and I want you to get your plugs out before we're we're out of here. Where can people oh. find you? Um, at not that Cheney, C H E N E Y on all socials. Uh, I got the podcast, uh, sub podcast, a streetwear and lifestyle discussion. So we're on like all DSPs. Um, and then you know, check out A Life New York. That's one of the brands I work with right now. Uh, so hoodie, it's these guys right here. If you like t shirts, but you also like hoods, that's one way to go. And then, uh, my portfolio, if you guys want to hire me for anything, you know, whatever it is, we can try to work it out. It's just www.notthatcheney.com. Perfect. Yeah, uh, we, we might actually try to work something out with you one of these yeah, days. I was joking about the pricing. I'll figure something out with you guys. Perfect. Yeah. I know where to find you. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, we uh, go to dramacityproductions.com for all things network. Check out all the shows on the network. Um, got a lot of great shows on there. Uh, you can find us everywhere at STM pod on all things, social media, check out the discord. We're always hanging out in there and doing, doing fun stuff. Um, Bobwash.com, obviously spunk loop. You guys know the game, Randy, uh, Randall Garner humor on Instagram, Randy Garner humor on Instagram, excuse me. And, uh, join the discord. Those are, that's mostly where I'm at these days is Facebook, Instagram, and discord. I'm kind of, cutting the social media trying to take it like a diet perfect you can find me my personal account at never been funny with one e on twitter and instagram see what i did there it's a pun moving on <laughs> <laughs> all right well we appreciate you coming man it's been a fun hang we'll have to do oh, it again, no, again thanks for having me it's just nice to switch it up a little bit and uh, it's great to meet both of you and then get to put a face to a name here yeah, and uh, check us out. We're going to be working on a bunch of, uh, you know, wholesome juggalo stuff. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be a whole thing. Hell yeah! All right. Uh, until next week, go fuck yourselves and have fun. <laughs> yeah, suck it. He's a dummy. Bye bye.
Move!